This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, USPS wanted to break even this fiscal year. Instead, it's lost nearly $7 billion. The CIO SP4 government-wide acquisition contract might finally be in the home stretch. And OMB tells agencies to update their plans for a government shutdown. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, September 26th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Agencies are officially preparing for a government shutdown. The Office of Management and Budget told agency leaders on Friday to begin preparations by reminding them of their responsibilities to review and update orderly shutdown plans. OMB also shared a draft communication template to notify employees of the status of appropriations. The White House's meeting is required under Circular A-11, no matter the status of the appropriations bills, if a potential lapse in funding is a week away. So far, 39 out of 114 agencies have updated their contingency plans in 2023. A looming government shutdown would take a toll on federal employees far beyond Washington, D.C. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. At least 2,600 civilian federal employees live in every congressional district across the country. That's according to the Congressional Research Service, pulling data from the Census Bureau and the Office of Personnel Management. The National Treasury Employees Union, taking a closer look at that data, says it's actually closer to 4,000 federal employees looking at the vast majority of districts. NTEU says most of its members live paycheck to paycheck and would have to make tough choices paying bills during a shutdown. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Just stays away from a potential government shutdown. Some feds are asking about the impact on the thrift savings plan. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has the answers. If there is a government shutdown, the TSP would be largely unaffected and operations would continue as normal. That's because the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board, the agency that runs the TSP, is not funded through congressional appropriations. However, the board does make a couple of key adjustments during shutdowns. Automatic paycheck deductions for loans are paused, and those who miss their TSP loan payments during a shutdown will not be placed on a default status. TSP participants can still send in direct loan payments if they choose to. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Is the CIO SP4 government-wide acquisition contract finally in the home stretch to award? Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why that may be true. The last protest of the CIO SP4 GWAC has been dismissed by the Court of Federal Claims. The NIH IT Acquisition and Assessment Center, or NITEC, told the court it will take corrective action and reevaluate the bid of the protester in CERSO. NITEC says after its reevaluation is complete, it will make a new determination as to which offers should advance to phase two of the competition. A NITEC spokesperson says it will make awards under the CIOSP4 GWAC before the current CIOSP3 sunsets on April 29th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. One federal executive thinks agencies should be pursuing more artificial intelligence initiatives. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the latest. Agencies have taken advantage of the Technology Modernization Fund to advance cybersecurity and customer experience projects. And now one leader says AI should be on that list as well. 
Sheena Burrell is Chief Information Officer at the National Archives and a member of the TMF board. One of the things that I would love to be able to see more and just as a federal government to see is more artificial intelligence, robotic process automation, machine learning, and I would love to be able to see more of those type of projects that come in. And Burrell says agencies could feature generative AI and the technologies they use to interact with the public. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Postal Service saw more than 8% drop in total mail volume in August. Compared to the same month last year, USPS told its regulator it saw a $6.6 billion net loss for the fiscal year, which is well above its 10-year reform plan projection. In that plan, USPS had a goal to break even. The global supply chain for components that go into computers, cell phones, and other devices is chock full of risks. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is out with some new guidance for how organizations can address those challenges. CISA this week released a framework for a so-called hardware bill of materials. The guide lays out how vendors and customers can communicate about the origins of different components like semiconductors. The Chief Digital and Artificial Intelligence Office, or CDAO, issued a request for information, or RFI, seeking insights about the risks and benefits of generative AI. Task Force Lima, led by the CDAO, wants to use generative AI capabilities across the DOD to ensure the department remains at the forefront of cutting-edge technologies. The CDAO is calling on industry to answer questions about the threats and vulnerabilities within organizations who use large language models. Responses to the RFI are due by October 5th. An advocacy group is raising concerns about a law that's gone six years without full implementation. The Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility, or PEER, says without final regulations on the Administrative Leave Act, suspended feds are still placed indefinitely on paid leave. The 2016 law was meant to cap the number of days that feds can spend on administrative leave, but with OPM regulations only partially finalized, there are still millions of dollars going toward the suspended fed salaries. Now Pierre is petitioning OPM to finalize the Administrative Leave Act regulations and cap the leave that agencies can use. The organization says if the petition is not granted within the next two months, they plan to sue OPM. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office unveiled new search tools to improve the customer experience on its website. USPTO web visitors will find new filtering options and clearer directions to IP databases for patent and trademark information. Over 1.5 million site visitors have used the new patent public search tool called PPubs that allows full-text searches of all U.S. patent and pre-grant publications. The Air Force is experimenting with the idea of delivering electric vehicle charging as a service. It's part of a partnership with the Pentagon's Defense Information Unit, or DIU. The Air Force says it has several vehicle charging projects underway using an other transaction agreement DIU signed with TechFlow and Lidos. In the early stages, the Air Force and DIU are looking at the costs and benefits of different business models for vehicle charging on military bases and comparing those against what it costs to keep gas-powered cars and trucks fueled up. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, September 26, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 